I'm Julian Fields. I'm Liv Agar. And this is the Perverse Podcast, where we venture into horny online subcultures and take you along for the ride. I gazed upon the expo floor. It was all right. Everything was all right. The struggle was finished. I had won the victory over myself. I feel nothing, I told Zoe, smiling. It was the end of my two days at the X3 Expo, a porn convention held at the Hollywood Palladium, and I was considering starting an OnlyFans. Two days prior, driving north towards the venue on the 101, I'd been feeling a certain amount of apprehension. I wasn't really part of the adult entertainment fandom, nor an industry participant. So what was I? Just a scummy outsider looking into a giant terrarium in search of content? No better than a hack YouTube comedian? I pushed the thoughts out of my head and focused on driving. The sun was almost done setting and I passed a few cars that still didn't have their headlights on. The neon insignias of entertainment conglomerates glowed from the sides of massive buildings, seeming to brighten as the light drained from the sky. Soon, I reached Hollywood. At least there'd be a few people I knew on site. Zoe Ligon, who I had met for coffee a few days prior and would have her own booth. Ron Ecstasy, her boyfriend, who would have some time to wander around the place with me. I found parking near Sunset and Vine and walked a couple of blocks towards the red vertical neon sign reading, Palladium. On my way in, a young man was selling loose hoodies that said, Whore tour, keep on fucking. I didn't get to investigate this further, as I found myself below the marquee, which read, X3 Expo, the ultimate fan experience. I noticed a contrast with other promotional material for the event, which had billed it as, quote, the world's biggest creator expo. I suppose they needed both. Creators were seeking to reach fans and vice versa. After walking through an ID check and metal detector, I was in the building. The first thing I saw was a bar, one of the many scattered around the venue, illuminated by red neon and sporting a large sponsorship sign, Adult Time, Porn Done Differently. I would later find out what it was, a sort of pornographic Netflix, high production value, high concept, scripted adult material. In front of the bar, a woman with long blonde hair wearing fishnets, a garter belt and lingerie was chatting with a group of what looked like fully clothed industry men. She had a sticker on each ass cheek advertising something. I walked past the bar area and onto the showroom floor, which was packed to the brim with a maze of booths, scantily clad porn performers, and giant banners for services like Chatterbait, Brazzers, and Fleshlight. A large booth for Ricky's room included a satin sheet bed where men would pay to pose with a porn performer. The expo floor was teeming. I later attempted a taxonomy of the different types of people present, but we'll get to that a little bit later. On stage, a giant glowing Chatterbait logo was being projected onto the big screen. A male cam guy by the name of Dirty Drizzy was on the mic, promoting the service, alongside three female porn performers who started throwing out branded merch into the audience. I hit my man in the head with a bra, Drizzy told the crowd after a particularly energetic toss, before continuing to explain that they were about to kick off a fake orgasm competition. The winner would be taking home $200 cash, plus a Polaroid camera. Out of the four participants in the fake come-off, two were men, with interesting results. First up, we had a short king, tatted up and ripped, who took off his shirt as soon as he could when he reached the stage. This was, I'm glad you described this, because I had my back to this the entire time, pretty much. I didn't get to enjoy any of this. Yeah, he's very, like, Jersey Shore vibes. Yeah, he definitely mm-hmm. has, mm-hmm. he's a situation for sure. I feel like there should be two categories here, because, like, male orgasm, like, auditorily is a lot easier to fake. It's a lot shorter. So it's just like, ah, you know. <laughs> Clearly not a practitioner of Tantra over there. <laughs> or a gooner. A gooner knows that it can last for hours. You're right. You're right. Maybe this guy is a gooner. Multiple <laughs> orgasm situation. What's your name, brother? My name's Jesse. I'm the hunk plumber on OnlyFans. The hunk plumber on OnlyFans. If y'all got some pipes that are clogged up out there, it's your fucking guy. All right, my man, what makes you bust a nut when you're done cleaning some fucking pipes? 
I like to see the girl give me that shit back. All right, brother. Here's your chance. Y'all encourage my man. Bring it from the fucking gut, bro. Taking a dump. Yeah. Don't get the towel. <laughs> the testosterone level in this room is just raised by like 10 points. That was legit as fuck. My man. <laughs> Damn it. He did sound like he was taking a dump. And like at the end, he just says, get a towel. I missed that. I'm like, <laughs> the girl has to get a towel? <laughs> Bitch, you get the towel, asshole. And also, I guess like that's, does he, is he always just coming on faces? I He's guess? come on his, himself. He doesn't want to get up and then have gravity, make it drip on down his leg. Oh, you never know. You're right, actually. Came that's on very his tummy. respectful. That's yeah, good. he turned it back on himself and he's like, go get a towel. I got this shit on my chin. I got this shit <laughs> on my nose. <laughs> I got cum everywhere all over me. Stinks. It's actually, I'm calling out to my mother and I'm uh, bent over in the bathtub. Uh, Mom, could you get a towel, please? <laughs> I've come all over Mom. my face. The hog plumber done did it again. Where's my step mommy? <laughs> God damn it. You stuck in the dryer again. I need a towel. <laughs> also love that they're still using the plumbing analogy. That's like a, I feel like that's a time old classic. I think that this guy sex. might actually be a plumber who then entered porn. Yeah. It seems believable. Yeah. 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 I don't know if he's doing like the, the role play, like the hung, like the hung nurse or like the hung doctor. I see. So it was literal. He was cleaning pipes. I think so. Maybe not. He he kind of like spoke to me as I walked in. He was uh like about to chow down on a pizza box. Well, not the box. He was about to eat the pizza inside the box. <laughs> yeah, he was chewing on the box. Need that fiber. <laughs> but he was like so excited to see my audio recorder. He's like, "What's that?" You know, like cool. I'm like, "Oh, it just like records audio." He's like, "For voiceover, damn, I gotta get me one of those." And I was like, "Hell yeah!" Uh, I can dump better on. Am I better? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Much respect to the hung plumber. Yeah, respect. Go check out the hung plumber if you're into that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I think he really, like, put his heart into it. The second guy to take the mic was a bit more of a lay person than a professional. Medium height, baggy clothes, but he also gave it his best. What's your name, brother? Dave L. Dave L. Where you from, Dave? Costa Mesa. Costa Mesa. LA's own. Dave, what makes you bust a big old sticky no. <laughs> Anything, I'm sick. Wait, I might be a breeze in the air. I'm... All right, this is my guy right here. Give it all you got. Oh, oh fuck you. Oh, fuck you, dude. Just like that. Give me that shit. Oh, fuck you. Give me that shit. Oh. He brought up the dirty talk. He was talking dirty. You guys heard that shit, right? Just sounds like he got punched. Yeah, fuck yeah, give me that shit. Oh. It's weirder without the visual, actually, because mm-hmm. at least on stage you can see them, you know, trying to engage with the crowd. He with... didn't, though. Okay. Like, he's, oh. ju- he's just a regular guy, you know? Yeah. And, like, when he asked him, what makes you bust a big sticky nut, which <laughs> is so, such a funny thing to try to, like, make it even more, like, it's like, yeah, your cum is so sticky and big when you're dropping that nut. But, yeah, he was just, like, <laughs> he, like, answered very quietly anything. 
<laughs> He's like, yeah, me too, Fair man. Enough. Just a just a breeze coming by, and I'm I'm fucking nutting. It's gonna hump the back of your knee. Mm. Yeah, it's like, well, if it's really anything, then how did you end up at like a porn convention? Like, you're clearly seeking greater thrills, right? Otherwise, you'd just be at home with the breeze, the windows open, and you're just nutting. Um, <laughs> I, I, but this is this is the best case scenario for guys you bring on stage. Is like someone who you know makes makes sense, but doesn't just like leave everybody speechless through like the level of awkwardness of what they've just said because that would be that's coming there's there's there were other stage shows that were way more disastrous what i liked about what chatterbait did here is basically half the people they would bring up were talent and there, this was the result of calling for uh volunteers saying who wants to come up here and there's always like like i know my man the plumber here was was with another uh, female talent so they were kind of like there together you know not sure if they were like in a relationship or something but they had come together which is lovely and so he was like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get as much like promotional time as I can. So I want to get on stage. And so that's nice. You get a bit of contrast and you get a guy, you couldn't see it. But while he was doing his like, you know, powerful nut, he was like thrusting into the air and kind of like pulling an invisible girl towards him as well. So he really Miming. put he put his heart into it. Mm-hmm. And he was flexing. It. He wanted to flex, too. So it's like a good opportunity to flex shirt off and stuff. So that, that that's uh that's the the men, but of course one of the two women took the prize home. She was an OnlyFans model who had a lot of crowd support and like really put some effort into her fake orgasms. Oh, oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, listeners at home are gonna bust along sticky in right now. <laughs> I know they're gonna be like John Al. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think he heard that when he came in his pants? I don't know. Like that's what Drizzy said. He's like, "Shit, that made me come." Like he he, he, <laughs> he loved to to like uh, reaffirm, yeah, female talent on stage by saying that it had just made him come. Uh, which is funny because like I feel like that video has been making the rounds where there was like a, a dance competition and a guy was like laying down on stage mm-hmm. and the girl was uh, not even like touching him. I don't think. I think she was just kind of. Uh, uh, I think twerking. there was some contact. Okay, there was some contact, <laughs> twerking, and the guy came in his pants, and then the entire, like, arena-sized place was like, this guy came in his pants, and they, like, they zoomed in I'm the camera. It's it's something what else. A, where have I been? Uh, well, probably in real life. Yeah. Or as, as IRL as something like this can be. Because <laughs> it is, like, it does feel like in that maze, there's a lot of people that are uh, representing, you know, Chatterbait or other services like that, and they're kind of on camera at the same time as being there. So there's there was a lot of like screens. Just, Definitely. Yeah. You never know whose stream you're going to be, you know, Walking an NPC in. Absolutely. Yeah. The entire thing was surreal. I felt overstimulated, uncomfortable, and immediately started sweating a little. I'd later learned that this was a common experience for first-time attendees who weren't in the industry. I decided to wander the floor in search of Zoe and see if I could make her boyfriend Ron's acquaintance. The Zoe in question is Zoe Ligon, a.k.a. Thongria. Yes, that's me. The author of Carnal Knowledge, Sex Education You Didn't Get in School. She's also the founder and CEO of the Spectrum Boutique. All kinds of fascinating toys. <laughs> and uh, also a spicy content creator on OnlyFans. So, Where did you get this bio from? Did well, I send you it wrote, to you? You wrote spicy content on your Twitter. Okay, yeah. I tend to check people's Twitters, then I get to know how they represent themselves. Well, yeah, I would not say spicy content here because it, it's more just like a nod, you know what I mean? Because it's right. the online censorship. Although Twitter, I mean, it's a it's a shit show, so I, I feel like I could just say, you know, 
I, I, dild- I, I dildo myself on camera or whatever. That'd be fine. Right now, right here, you are on the Perverts Podcast. We all self-identify as perverts. The listener's probably a pervert. Where can they go and find this stuff? Oh. Right up uh, front. Let's go. Uh, Thongria is my username on like Instagram, Twitter, uh, OnlyFans, many vids. So if you ha- can search those words in combination with each other, you'll find me. And then, yeah, Spectrum Boutique is where I sell sex toys. We have been in business since 2015, but I've been on OnlyFans since 2019. So there's a, a little bit of a I'm definitely more of a knowledgeable person when it comes to sex toys and like product retail and Mm -hmm. OnlyFans is something I've only done in the past five years, really. I don't know. Sounds like a great back catalog. We've been going for five (laughs) years. Go check it out. Go sign up, folks. Woo! If you're in search for red hot chili pepper emoji content, yeah. go there. (laughs) Okay, I see. I'm just going to get teased by two... Too <sighs> spicy. Well, it turns out this is what makes me come. So <laughs> this is the, this has been a front the whole podcast. Yeah, like, not even just perverts. The whole five years. I'm like, please, I I just need to redirect the QA podcast to a position in which I get to be bullied by various women. A lot of people pay big bucks for that. They That's do humiliation. Sure. They do. So yeah, you are our guest this week. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Zoe. Thanks, everybody. Uh, So can you tell people a little bit, like, in what capacity did you attend X3 this year? It was my first time attending a adult expo as somebody who was, you know, situated at a station signing autographs. I've been going to expo since 2018. I've been going to AVN specifically since then. Uh, But, yeah, this is my first time going, putting on a cute little outfit and staying in one place, having set hours for people to come interact with me and, like, specifically, like, encouraging people to come talk to me. I've been at AVN and been walking around and encountered people who want to take a picture or get an autograph or something like that. But that was mm-hmm. the first time I was like, here I am. Come find me. I'm at this cute little booth. I got little pictures of myself printed out that I can sign for you. And each shift was like four hours. It was like just enough time to be out there by the end I was fucking wiped but it was two days back to back they gave me such good time slots too I got my schedule and I was like they put me at the good time slots I was like I was like a little bit flattered because I I consider myself a pretty amateur gal in the sense that like 95% of what I've shot in the past five years has been on an iPhone and uh you know, I do content with my partner, but that's only really been in the past year. And I just got like a nice camera. So it is very much amateur. And I was seated next to there was like a penthouse pet of the year near me and just some really amazing people that I look up to all around me. So I was kind of like, oh, this is the life. <laughs> yeah, you were in like a very high traffic area. It was kind mm-hmm. of like a mixed like blessing and curse because it's right next to the stage. Mm-hmm. So you end up having a lot of people there who are there to like look at the stage. So it blocks up the area a little bit, but then it's also a super high traffic area. So you have a lot of people coming through. Yeah. How did you find like that flow of kind of interacting with a person and then taking a moment to like wait and just kind of be there? (laughs) Yeah. uh, I was saying earlier that the one photo you got of the show floor is when I'm like dead staring out into the audience and nobody's talking to me. It was definitely also a little bit influenced by who was next to me because a lot of the women on either side of me had long lines to see them. Uh, I never had a line. Maybe there'd be like one or two people waiting while I wrap up with somebody. That was a pretty constant stream of people, but it was cool that while people were staring at, you know, the fake or orgasm competition or 
or just waiting in line to see somebody else. It's like, here I am. And then it's also my job to like decide, do I want to make eye contact and engage with this person and like be an inviting presence or Mm. do I just let them come to me and like if they like what I'm about, so be it. It was definitely (laughs) a little bit of a choose your own adventure in the sense that I got to like decide how much I wanted to lean into like, hey, making eyes at people or hey, because I'm just phasing out into an audience of people. Yeah, right. And and I feel like uh, you, you were mentioning the the woman to each side of you. Do you think that, you know, some of these like larger fan bases are because they've done more like commercial porn with like porn companies and stuff like that? Yeah, definitely people who have worked more with uh, production companies or they're camming and they're a lot more frequently like in person on screen interacting in a one-on-one capacity. I don't really go on cam a ton. I do go live, but it's kind of like a semi-annual thing Mm -hmm. but yeah it's like I'm not a, a consumer of a ton of porn or like the porn I watch, it's like I, I have a lot of rewatch value. I'm like rewatching the same things again and I have my faves and they haven't really changed in the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. But uh, so a lot of the new people and even if they're not new, it's just like I have my niches. It's the same with like how I watch movies or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of movies, but I know some specific movies really well and I could tell you all about them. Same mm-hmm. with porn and me. So I feel like I know a lot of the people just from being on the internet and Twitter and and that's how I think of them as opposed to their content and being a uh, customer of it. And, you know, but you should pay for your porn, everybody. You should absolutely pay for your porn. You've been listening to a sample of the Perverts Podcast. To get access to this miniseries as well as previous QAA miniseries and the entire archive of premium episodes, Episodes, go to patreon.com slash QAA and subscribe for just five bucks a month. Thank you, beautiful gooners. And goonettes. Sex, 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 sex.